0: Hello and welcome to the IME me initiative podcast. We are your hosts, Kim
1: and Jackie. We met through holistic healing, instantly connected and have built a friendship on profound conversations, healing and growth.
0: Only after about a decade did we finally decide to record our conversations, knowing that we cannot be the only ones going through the messy middle of this beautiful thing called life.
1: The shift that we have experienced through our own healing has brought incredible change in ourselves, our personal lives, and even our businesses. We continue to learn, or rather unlearn, how to be us, clear the clutter that is keeping us from being the most incredible and authentic versions of ourselves. And we want you to jump
0: in. It's time to pay the lessons forward. So join us in this space where we get to come back to ourselves, share the hard stuff, the good stuff, and of course, the magic of stepping into exactly who we are meant to be. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Jackie. And tonight, we're talking about going through shit is an important part of our life rhythm setbacks breakdowns even complete shit shows have a lot of value and we are here to dive in to going through them processing them and riding the rhythm of the upswing but before we get into this let's talk about what we're celebrating so jackie can you share with us what you're celebrating this week finally kim
1: i actually have like about a list of 10 things i could celebrate <laughs> so if you want we could get into that for about an hour or i'm just <laughs> one i'm gonna write them down so i have one for the next time that i can't think of a celebration (laughs) but amazing on the weekend i was i actually accepted a judging job usually i decline them just because i never feel confident in being able to i know i know the cattle i know i know how i like showmanship done all of the things but Lots of times I don't have the confidence in myself to be able to present what I'm, like, orally, what I want to say, which is funny when we do a podcast all the time, but in a big group of people that can scare the shit out of me. And so I, A, accepted to do a judging job, and B, I went and had an amazing time and I felt that my comments really did come from the heart, I had to like slow down for a minute and take a big deep breath and tell the kids like I am nervous. But I feel like that gave them the like, Oh, I'm nervous too. (laughs) So it kind of just worked out in all of our favors. So I'm celebrating that I showed up even when I was scared shitless.
0: That's so amazing. I feel like there's just so much so many layers to that celebration because you had the confidence to say yes. You had the confidence yes. to speak and like your growth is incredible. Just how much you have let yourself evolve. yeah. And so amazing celebration and I'm proud of you. Thank you. What about
1: you, Kim? What are
0: you celebrating? I am celebrating. So we recently just got back from a family vacation uh, to see my husband's family and where we went just happened to that Briggs was able to swim every single day. Mm -hmm. And he just grew so much. Like, I feel like I came home with like a man, not a child. And (laughs) like, by the end of the week, he, when we got there, he didn't really want to get his hair wet in the pool. He was kind of getting better at it, but not super loving it. And by the end of the week, it started off with even riding a water slide in the hotel before we left to like running and jumping off the dock and like cannonballing into the water obviously with a floaty device but um getting his whole head under the water and without us like he would do, we weren't even in the water with him like we we're right beside it but we weren't in there with him and yeah. i just i saw this it was such a cool experience the water is just a representation of part of how he grew and evolved in this trip and he kind of came into his own and i just think that's so amazing to get to witness so that's what i'm celebrating I love that, Kim.
1: I love that he you could be be just like present in watching that and seeing his development in a week. You know, it's amazing
0: to be able to do that. It was really cool. It was really really cool, and like he's you know typically a very shy person, and he got on with his little well, not little cousin. His cousins are big. Like he's he's young by a long shot. Some of his cousins are seventeen and fourteen and twelve and. And they're right. such genuinely amazing little guys that they scooped him up and took them with them everywhere. And I'm sure as a like 14-year-old boy, you're like, oh, this four-year-old kid." <laughs> I mean, they were so good about it. So it was just uh, such a cool, yeah. Really, really cool
1: experience. cool experience. I'm sure everybody else that has been around me for the last week is celebrating that you're back from your vacation because I kept telling everyone, I'm like I miss Kim. We usually talk every day and I'm like, this is stupid that I should have just went with her on her vacation. So I'm sure everyone else is celebrating that.
0: So I'm like, it's well, funny you know, when you would so much time dad. together. Yeah. I know. I know. We, talk, we literally talk daily, if not multiple times a day, which has been really cool, which is kind of interesting. So like to share this, the topic of today's podcasts um just the process of going away on holidays and getting ready to go and then like you i'm sure anyone that's listening knows that that is like it's overwhelming and like we're on a farm so there's extra like you know you got animals you've got stuff going on all the time and so to get that all organized and and feel ready to leave can feel like a lot and then we go and it was just it was a great experience in a lot of ways but then myself personally i feel like i reverted back into some of my protective coping mechanisms for various reasons but a lot of it was like self-esteem because you know you haven't seen people for over a year and like you know i've done this a lot of work on my view of how i see myself and there really is merit there and i do i do know that that has shifted but then you go back into kind of a different setting and it was like almost like it flooded backwards where i was like I was feeling really uncomfortable in my own skin and I was just like not feeling settled and I just had this I like we're talking today prepping for the show and I said to Jackie it's like your sphere of influence in who you're around is so so important in how you function through the natural ups and downs of life and at the same time you have to allow yourself to go through." ups and downs life works that way one of the one of the things that i tell i've told clients this for years like you know nearly 20 years i've told clients that so many of us don't want to experience the big swings right we don't want to experience the really 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 good stuff because we know that there's usually an equal opposite coming of a really really bad stuff not necessarily linearly right away but you you feel that right and okay. so many of us try to keep ourselves kind of just ticking along in the middle, just just kind of moderately in the middle. And if you look at a heart monitor, that is at like a hospital that's monitoring heartbeat, the rhythm of the heartbeat, and you look at it and on a healthy heart, there is a dot that goes up, and then it comes down, and then it goes up, and then it comes down, goes up, and it comes down. When we are riding this moderate middle <laughs> trying to keep our head above water not wanting to experiencing anything shitty not wanting to go through anything too much we are actually trying to hold the rhythm of our life that we're living on a steady line right
1: which means you're dead
0: yes you're not living you cannot live a fulfilled expansive life holding yourself in these steady lines and so this past week going through this experience of of this trip me wrong. parts of it were lovely but there was definitely some internal struggle and i was judging myself and i was i even came into this like the pre-show we'll call it with jackie talking about things just feeling really off and like i even said i felt like a fraud because you know here i am on this podcast and in our membership and talking to women on the regular and like you know sharing my, my experiences and what I have worked through with myself personally and other clients too. And then I go and I'm feeling so uncomfortable. And I was like, I didn't really know how to handle it. And then at the same time, Jackie, share what you were going through.
1: (laughs) Well, I was going through the complete opposite. I was having like, this amazing week of um, trying some things, putting myself out there, like I went surfing, which is amazing. I got teased about it. I told them I was making my Team Canada uniform to watch out to <laughs> like just spending time with really good people at a cattle show, which is where I, you know, I love the, those kind of people and spending time there to finding a sponsor for our show and starting a course for a cattle like a halter breaking course that will help release some emotions on calves and like everything for me was on and up and kim i could feel was going down a black hole vortex fast (laughs) and so it was funny how my sphere of influence was very positive where she was feeling like She was in a judging spot of her own do you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah and it was like old stuff for me like um so i feel like i was going through i'm gonna call what i felt this last week a bit of a setback where you know i came into this this holiday thinking okay i'm loving my own skin i'm you know, I had bought some new clothes, I felt comfortable and everything. And I was like, this is going to be such a freeing experience. I'm going to go, I'm going to relax. And it didn't happen that way. And Mm -hmm. a little bit of backstory, Dwayne and I started dating when I was 20 and I met him at a cattle show, (laughs) ironically. Mm -hmm. And at that time in my life, I was so consumed with my physical experience, that physical, um, appearance part of me that i negated anything else about myself like i was smart i was going through college i had great grades i was well like respected i was sought out for helping at the show you know like i had a lot of things going for me and yet my appearance was this <laughs> no and i look back at those pictures and i'm sure everyone listening right now can resonate like man i wish at the time like that i looked now like i looked then like i was i looked fine like it was so That's- stupid but anyway, so yeah. I'm, I'm at this show. And I thought that he was this tall, dark, handsome, like 10 out of 10. And so <laughs> here I was, he is a very <laughs> handsome man. And so then I was like, what, you're interested in me? Like, how is this happening? Like, how is this actually happening? And so it always felt like he was up here, and I was down here. And there was like this discrepancy in in that. And I totally let that kind of orchestrate how I how I operated in our relationship for a long, long time, which came with a whole lot of tumultuous shit that is a totally other episode. Um, and then I've grown through that. I've worked through that. I have started to see my own worth be way beyond what I look like. But I don't know if there's just, obviously there's still some threads to that. So you go into his home setting and it was like, whoosh flooding back to like okay well now i just feel like the pot belly pig that he brought along with him for this trip <laughs> <laughs> he brought the circus animal <laughs> yeah like i might i'm gonna be the bearded woman now i'm i'm bordering 40 so we all know how that happens there's some chin hairs that are just starting to show up and i'm like what the fuck? what the fuck? where were you and how long have you been there and who has seen you <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyways, oh my God. So yeah, I spent the last week torturing myself in my head and I was so yeah. mad at myself because I'm like, Kimberly, you have done this work. like, And so this is yeah. just a real, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like representation of the fact that like, I mean, I do daily work on this stuff. I talk about this stuff daily. I have a practice in my mind of trying to shift my thinking
1: yes. and
0: we still all have setbacks. We still all have breakdowns. And It's okay. It's okay to be going through a shitstorm in your life right now, feeling like you're actually treading backwards and that you're like, how am I ever going to get back to where I want to be? Or how am I ever going to get to where I want to be? And stop gaslighting yourself and just be okay with where you're at right now. It's okay. It is okay.
1: And in fact, they're really quite normal, (laughs) you
0: know? And I feel
1: like there's so much... If we didn't have the setbacks or a failure or whatever, growth happens there, right? And so growth doesn't happen when you're like on top of the world. Not like it does, I guess, in a way, because I feel like I've had some really cool things happen this week. But I also know that those things, those cool things that have happened this week wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have went through the shit storms last month. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like we have to have the shit storms to get through, to grow through, to be okay with, <laughs> to move forward.
0: Yes, yes. And I think that we need to when we're in the downswing, it is an invitation to really get deep into the layers that are holding you there because technically mm-hmm we should be able to ride the rhythm neutrally right like an app is an app it's great but there's no like attachment to it it doesn't mean like that you're a better person when you're doing this this or this or that you're worse more when these things are happening it just means you're experiencing it and you're experiencing the nice emotions like joy and excitement and rather Mm -hmm. than feeling you know grief or sadness or anger or whatever else and so i think that we have to ideally we should be able to neutrally kind of just whoop through them (laughs) but when like for example myself like I've attached a lot of things to this feeling because it came from the state of insecurity which obviously you know highlights that there's some tethers still to that thinking and there's Mm -hmm. other stuff there's some personal stuff that happened just some realizations of like kind of past traumas and and it was a lot for me because I'm like holy shit I don't know how to like process this and also when you're vacationing and you're staying with other people you don't have the space to be the way you need to be at any given moment because you're sharing space with people and you respect that and you don't want to like cause a shit show so you just kind of keep peace and do your thing and and um it was one of those situations where instead of just finding neutral i got stuck in this downward spiral of attaching emotions and attaching meanings and attaching all this crap that my ego was like, Hey, I've stored this for you. I'm just going to bring it forth because it hasn't been fully cleared. <laughs> and, but the cool thing, and this is why we're saying it's so important is that now it's highlighted a- another layer of work that I need to be doing another layer of healing that I'm willing to now go into because, you know, it was decided basically through <laughs> like talking to Jackie again tonight, even that like, this isn't my stuff. I can release it i can find neutral i can get out from underneath it and mm-hmm. so i need to experience that feeling i need to experience how i'm feeling in order to let it go the contrast is necessary in order for me to see the healing that needs to happen and so i can appreciate that yeah but if you're going through it and you're in the middle of a shit storm right now something's going on in your life that's a downswing a downward beat we'll say um number one don't judge yourself Because that makes it worse. I just spent seven days judging myself and it didn't help, I promise you. It makes you feel even more shitty because like your only support network, which is really your own mind or your own heart and mind that should be working with you, start to work against you. Then you feel really alone and then it feels really overwhelming and then anxiety creeps in and you're like, I just feel so shit. And I'll tell you, it's exhausting.
1: Yes, I know. And it's fun. I know I was teasing Kim that we didn't talk, but we did talk like, by text quite a few times through the week, but I could feel her coming up. Like I could feel that she was spiraling a little bit. And so then it's just so nice to have, be able to hold space for somebody. And I think that's where our, like the IME membership is so cool, Kim, because I then all of a sudden you have like a whole host of people that are there for you to hold space for you and and that you don't have to feel alone because most of the people inside of that group have gone through their own shit storms at some point or another, right? And it's normal and we've normalized it, that it's okay. And um, and sometimes you just need a friend to help you through that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, Exactly. I feel like that this call tonight even was just such an important part of reflecting yeah. on how I was feeling and that it was like, it's totally okay yeah. to be just experiencing kind of like a ho-hum moment. And like, yeah. you are still growing and you're still evolving in the midst of these feelings because these are important parts of life. They're going to happen. And the, yeah. like I found also because I was judging myself so much, I was rejecting that learning i was rejecting that information and so then i was just trying to pull myself up scrambling as hard as i could to get back up into like somewhat of a neutral space but really what i was asking for is that middle kind of like not too much at either way and so essentially i was trying to i was denying myself life or the true feeling of living and experiencing what i was supposed to be experiencing which then made it even harder to be present Mm, so it's like judging yourself is the number one thing that you should not do because it pulls you out of experiencing what you're meant to be experiencing in the shitstorm. Yeah, and and this is so then the number two is get some people around you. So I have Jackie, I have a membership, I have a wonderful set of support. My husband is great too. In the situation that we were just in, I didn't want to burden him with it because he was experiencing like visiting with his family and being. You know in his in a space that he just got to relax and unwind. So i was like actually not even reaching out to him which in hindsight perhaps i should have <laughs> but it's like yeah. get yourself a sphere of influence that you know can lean into you and be like we're here for you we understand it we will yeah. uh, we will create an energy vortex around you that makes you feel safe to be in the downest of downs because there is people around you that are there to like kind of help you in that space but so it's like, don't judge yourself and then get some good people around you as you're going through this, because it just helps normalize it. If you talk it out, you can also process it easier. And even just doing that in this podcast, this very podcast right now, just expressing like that I didn't enjoy my time. I felt shitty about it. I was feeling like a fraud because I'm supposed to be so enlightened. And here I am <laughs> wallowing in my own crap. And... I just didn't feel like I didn't come home feeling proud of how I handled it and it's like but at the end of the day I'm a human being that has my own shit that is still unraveling I'm not healed because no one's ever really healed we've got the work to do all the time but it's that daily practice right and I just lost sight of that and yep. I am fully succumbed to the to the shit show <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I feel
1: like there's so much opportunity for growth through all of this that for you and for all of us and for who any, whoever needs to hear this today, that it's okay. And then let's figure out a hand up. Right. So. Yeah. And the growth, when you say that,
0: (laughs) that, yeah, there's like a lot to learn, like, so then in the midst of this, like really uncomfortable feeling, I had this kind of clear, intuitive hit that I wasn't fully being honest with myself. So going back to like my personal appearance, um, I have come quite a long way in the terms of accepting myself and loving myself. But I wasn't recognizing that I was also using that as an excuse and stick with me here. So I was like, well, I love myself and I'm so accepting. So then I would lump poor wellness behavior, I'll say. So like binge eating and saying, fuck it. I'm too tired, too busy to whatever under the ceiling of I accept myself and I'm amazing human being and I've got this. And so it almost became an egotistical pattern of like, because you're going to accept yourself and be holistically well that way, for me, then you can use this as an umbrella (laughs) for your bad habits that are still coming from a lack of self worth or self priority. So to, what I really wasn't doing was I wasn't taking the time in my life to walk, to make the meals I needed to, to do the things that I really wanted to do because I was like, well, it doesn't matter. I accept myself. Right. So there was a little bit of some tricks trickery going on there in my consciousness, right? Like my brain was like, yeah. okay, we're going to use this. And so I now see that. So this shit storm, this, this setback is showing me that I was tricking myself into how much I was accepting myself, because if I was truly accepting myself, the judgment for what I look like goes away, because I'm am I'm, I'm accepting all parts of my me, but also the boundaries and priority of what I truly need to feel good to feel well need to be that in that component as well. And I wasn't I wasn't creating that. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I was gonna actually ask, is that what you think? What the lesson was here? It's like, okay, okay, lovely lady. I know you love yourself, but then you should start like fueling the way that you love yourself, and like, not it, it. It was an ego thing, I think. And in a way, I feel like we both needed to get there for healing to start in our personal care. Because there was, um, uh, there was such judgment against e- not you to me or me to you, but to each other, like into ourselves, self judgment. <laughs> Holy yes. fuck! Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Jackie, and I have no idea where my lunch kit is. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, you, look what you're saying is you that. Got- we ego, had to, see, we let ego see get it. in our way, right? Yeah. So yeah. we ne- needed the down to be able to see that up.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was listening one time to um, a podcast, and the guy said, and he doesn't care what people think of him. He's like a gazillionaire and yeah. he doesn't care what people think of him. So he said, I don't believe in labels. And for a long time, I have felt this way. And I've actually spoke to this a little bit in, in my work when, and I know that I could get some backlash for this, but when we label ourselves, like, say I have an addiction or I'm this person, or, you know, like, and you identify as this over and over again, they teach you that avoidance is your cure or your way to, I shouldn't say cure, but it's your way to keep you on the straight and straight. Right. And so, but, by doing that you've created a belief system that that's how you have to be and the only way to not be that is not to avoid it so like oh yeah yeah. that's 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 not healing (laughs) that's believing in identity and then having to stay as far away from whatever triggers you so that you don't revert, revert into that identity and so this is what i'm talking about with my consciousness is like my ego was like, Oh, okay. Your identity now is that someone that's all encompassing and loving themselves. So that means that I can, like, d- technically abuse my body, and that's going to go underneath the umbrella of you love yourself because there's no judgment. But there should be some priorities. Like, you should not work so hard that you have only time to eat four crackers at lunch and then you're binge eating after you're done work because you're so damn starving and you've taken no time to move your body in a way that you want to, and now you just feel broken. But I was like, but I love myself. So it doesn't matter if I don't eat a salad today. Horseshit.
1: This is so good.
0: Yes. And I, if it were not for this setback, for this feeling of a breakdown this last week of just like, Mm -hmm. where is my self love? Like, where where is my comfort here? Why am I feeling so shitty? Yep. If it wasn't for that, and the processing time of being delayed for two hours sitting on a plane, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> I don't know that I would have seen it so clearly as a disguise of my ego labeling me in this state. And now I'm like, ooh, I need to break that label. Because if I'm truly loving myself, then I'm allowed to ask for from my life, from myself, from people around me that, you know, that influence how I live my life what it is that I truly need to live in a state of full wellness. And that is not the way I was doing it prior to this trip.
1: And And full wellness doesn't include
0: avoidance. No, exactly. Because avoidance is not, is not healing you. This is some fucking good shit, Kim. (laughs) Yeah. So if you identify as something and you've been taught to identify as something, maybe you should question that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because also, this is why like going through shit is important because if we're constantly trying to avoid something, then we're holding ourselves, we're superimposing ourselves into the middle line all the time. (laughs) Because yeah. what if you backslide? What if you do something that's going to, and then all of a sudden you've fucked up and you're a shitty human and you've gone backwards and now you really are that? You're proving that? Like, no, you've been telling yourself all along that you're that and you've been trying as hard as you possibly can to willpower yourself into not being that. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so you have to get into the n- nasties. You have to get into the uglies that... That would have even created the behavior that would create the label or whatever. Maybe you don't even have labels. It's just the the nasty shit that goes on in your mind and and your heart and your life is designed to be ripped away by healing and and to find true neutralness, to find true acceptance of yourself with no contingencies and no, you know, hidden agendas.
1: Yeah, holy, this is. Uh, it hits me right in the old feelers for here.
0: <laughs> yeah. I tell you, like I saw Jackie that I had a client this afternoon and she had an amazing time while I was gone because her daughter got married and it sounded like an incredible event. And we were actually invited to go to the dance part and I'm very sad we missed it. But, um, and she was getting a bit emotional because it was just so lovely and she just can feel the love of her children and like her daughter is getting married and and i got so emotional with her and i was like i could literally just sit here and cry because i feel (laughs) like my body is trying to process all these emotions and i just like it's heavy and i um i had a few tears in amongst the week like privately um but of course you've got like minutes before people are wondering where the hell you are and why you aren't visiting and so you know you pull yourself together and you get out there and you're like you know jump in the in the water so no one sees that you're crying or (laughs) but it's just it's of those things where it's like you have to feel you have to feel what you're feeling and you don't be afraid of it because that that's another thing is when we're in the shit storms we seem to embellish the emotions like they become bigger than what they need to be Mm-hmm. When, in reality, they're just a navigational beacon trying to help you peel off a layer of shit they need to release, and yeah. they can simply be that and they don't have to have all this weight to them, but we want to attach things to it, so then we 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 expand them and and they billow out and they become these bigger and bigger and overwhelming feelings and then we're sitting now in this shit storm that feels really, really really crappy and if we can bring it down to again like our I, coined term factor fiction and Mm -hmm. i couldn't even get my brain into factor fiction you guys like i was just so caught in the in the vortex like jackie said of this old conditioning and and sensitivity like i'm a really empathetic person so i was feeling other things going on and i just i really had a hard time finding my grounding and so if we can break it down, number one, don't judge yourself. Number two, get good people around you. Number three, factor fiction the shit out of what you're going through so that you can understand what you're really feeling. Because Mm -hmm. that is going to help you then break down the lesson that you need to learn out of this and help you grow so you can evolve and then ride that swing up out of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The lesson is always in fact or fiction. You just have to be mm-hmm. able to get to the fact or fiction. That's what you were having trouble with this week. Is like, I can't find the facts.
0: I couldn't. I couldn't find the facts. I was just so, I don't know. I, I just felt so weighed down by, and I think too, when we're evolving and we're growing, I'm not sure how you experience this. Jackie, and maybe you didn't experience that this week. But I sometimes find that when I'm just about free of the confines of a belief system, it like slams me back down and says, Are you sure? Like, are you really sure that you're ready to let this go? Because we can hang on to it, because we could because we've done this for a long time. So let's just hang on to it. Like, that's kind of the the dialogue that's going on in my mind Mm -hmm. subconsciously. And I will tell you this week, I could not get out from underneath that feeling. It was mm-hmm. like, this is just how I'm going to be now again, It's back into this label of self-conscious. And I saw old patterns and I'm like, I don't even want to be this person. And when I'm in my regular life, I don't act like this anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that unbelievable? And I, yeah. I seriously say, and I think that's why it's always good to be like, have a really good friend to work through some of this shit with for sure, because I was in such a good place that I helped pull Kim through, but if I would have been in the same spot where Kim was, we probably wouldn't be recording a podcast today. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it'd be like, ah, eh, we're going to put the, yeah, I just don't feel very good today. So we're going to put it off, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we haven't done one for a month. That's what happens. So, again that's why it's so good to surround yourself with good people with that sphere of influence that helps you get through these mucky shit storms
0: Mm -hmm. yeah because you know and i also think that this is proof in which the work that we've done and we continue to do has really created an amazing foundation because i knew i needed to record this tonight even though i was feeling this way yeah because i knew i needed to air this because it's like i know someone else out there right now is probably going through something they just feel really heavy and it feels really overwhelming and it's like it's okay it's totally okay and to also have this the contrast in you in your experience of just being so amazing And being able to, to tie into that energy, I'm so grateful for that, because it's just like, it reminds you that you're going to come up into an upswing too. And it's just, it's super cool, you know, like, but you're right. I think that if, if you don't have the right people around you, it's easy to wallow in the shit. And even my behavior this week, like, I felt like instead of being not toxically positive, but just finding the neutral point finding kind of that grounding or footing. I feel like I dipped into more like, tell me I'm okay. Tell me that I'm good enough. Tell me that like, I'm right. Tell me that I'm justified in the way I even converse with people. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Right.
1: That's where did you feel like because you were looking for confirmation from outside then all of a sudden it felt gossipy
0: yes (laughs) yes and it felt really out of integrity and out of alignment and i didn't mean for it to be like that i just felt like i was so stuck underneath these these belief systems and i it also shows that i need to create I should say create because I think they're there. It's just I need to really fortify my ground boundaries around what I need. Yeah. As a woman, as a as a individual, as a mom, all the things, all the roles I play, there's boundaries I need in order for me to expand and evolve and show up as my highest self and to level up. Like I yeah. am all about leveling up and growing and evolving and being a really cool human. And mm-hmm. I think that when I got to our like, on this holiday, when I went on this holiday, it was like, Oh, (laughs) wait, a (laughs) you really haven't been fulfilling that end of the bargain. You have all the right mindset stuff. And you're you know, like your talk is good, but you're not fucking walking the walk. Right? I'm not putting my money where my mouth is. I'm just talking behind a computer screen, which is easy. That's easy. What's hard is fortifying those boundaries and making those habits really really part of my daily life like they're there but they're not consistent and it shows and i'm like i don't want to be that way and i think that's where the word the fraud comes from because it's like i want to have integrity of practicing what i'm preaching which i do to a certain degree but i wasn't doing it to the way that i really needed to in order to feel fully secure in where i'm going and what i'm doing and how i want to be
1: but i guess and at the same point now it has confirmed that that is a really important piece of this puzzle that you've been missing and maybe you if you went and everything was like fine and great and wonderful and you just kept going and going you would have been buying new clothes next year because the clothes that you had on this year didn't fit right so amen right
0: Yeah, you're right. It's funny. So I was listening when you say that. I was listening to a a podcast where she was talking about like your default mode, and she said like if I followed my default mode, I'd be on my 600 pound life, broke, (laughs) and with like I can't remember what else she said. And I was like, that's funny because (laughs) that's true. Like not that I would be on my 600 pound life, but like my default mode is fuck it, I don't have time i will get to that when i'm when i have this this and this ready and done which we now know is a revolving door of crap (laughs) and so i would just not ever take care of myself because my default mode is that everyone and everything else is more important than me and i've been working hard to shift that but it came to a very strong hard realization that i really haven't changed enough of the daily habits to make that fully functional for me
1: Right, so a boundary was shown that has been crossed again and again and again, because we're all and I was angry, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. And I was angry, and I was angry at myself more than anything. But it also then I projected that anger onto other people, and that's not fair. That's on me, right? Yeah, like it was all on me, (laughs) and (laughs) I need to just be responsible. I need to be honest with myself about where I've really been and how I've really been acting towards myself and how Mm -hmm. this feeling of uncomfortableness, this feeling of setback is really the process of uncovering. Like I said, the trickery that my ego was like, but you're accepting yourself. But no, that was just a label that it had created that was working to still manipulate my true feelings of myself. Hmm. This is some big,
1: heavy, powerful shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's like,
1: yeah, mind blowing. Cool. So cool. I've learned a lot. This yeah.
0: I needed to hear every little piece of this <laughs> tonight. Like And yeah. I am grateful for you letting me just to kind of basically spew all this stuff because it, it it's helping. It's helping to alleviate it. It's it's leaving my body. The tension is moving yeah and but life is hard there are days that life just feels sometimes impossible and yeah i just want anyone listening that's feeling that or has recently gone through that or or just you know you we've all done it we've all had it happen it's like you are not less than you are not going backwards you are not you are just simply experiencing it down and that is okay and you you experience it with with self-love not judgment you get your good people around you, you find the facts, you allow yourself to feel how you're feeling, but try not to embellish them because they do become overwhelming when they've, when a bunch of crappy stuff is added to them that's not actually really real. And then just allow yourself to experience the lessons. And I promise you, you're going to come out on the other side and it's going to be incredible because there's going to be a big growth shift. There's going to be a big aha realization. And you will then be prepared the next time a downshift comes because they're gonna happen because it's part of our life rhythm and you're gonna be like oh find neutral experience it move on find neutral experience it move on and do not let yourself pull yourself out of the moment just because you feel like you can't because it's too much because that's where you find neutral
1: i got nothing to add to that like that's wow mind-blowing so good and (laughs) Yeah. I'm ready now now, Kimberly, I'm ready for a shitstorm because I've had such a good week and now I'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) But I'm ready. (laughs) Yes, like you just find those neutral spots and I'm not saying make everything happy. Do not do that.
1: No You just
0: allow yourself to feel what you feel. Exactly.
1: I I wanna Oh sorry, go ahead.
0: No, and I then was just, gonna say, just reflect, reflect how you like, reflect what those emotions might be really saying. Because I need just even talking through it tonight, it was like, hmm, interesting how I was feeling and how I acted and how I really was going on, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, so sorry, yeah, what but, did you say you want to
1: do? Well, I Well, I just feel like these are such powerful tools in our toolbox to have. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what happens to you if you don't have those kind of tools, right? It's amazing.
0: I don't know. And I think for some people, it's scary. Like we lose ourselves completely in it and we become completely unhappy or we become medicated because our life feels so overwhelming or we become, and no shade to anyone that is medicated or need those kind of things. But I just don't want people going around life living like a drone because they're scared of feeling something. It's like if you do allow yourself to create the skill to find neutral. then you don't have to live on autopilot. You don't have to try to stay in the middle and and deny yourself life because neutrality and connectedness to your true heart, your true intuition is a superpower that allows you to experience life and everything that comes with it, the rhythms of the ups and the downs and not be thrown off so bad that you can't cope. Yes that especially yeah it's a skill and it's a skill that is so much easier when you have people around you that are rooting for you to be in the same space and that is what we're doing with this that's what we're doing with the with the membership because it's like i just really want as many women and men but we obviously resonate with women to live in a state of fully present living fulfilled and you do that by not being bogged down by the crap that holds you captive in these moments of shit, you still are going to experience the shit, but just you don't have to be stuck there. And you don't have to define yourself or label yourself by whatever it is, that's causing you to feel that way. Because that just also holds you there.
1: I have an amazing little story about mentorship from this weekend there. And I feel like it really resonates with um, the power of getting good, competent membership or um, mentorship. So yeah. this on, on the weekend there is this kid. He's a he's like a young eighteen year old kid. Okay, so in October of twenty one, Scott's dad had just passed away, and I was going to judge the Immortal Show in Stoutler. So I went to judge and this kid is there. So he's 16 and he's got like the most gorgeous smile. Like he's just that kid that you're like, holy shit, this is a good looking kid. Like, and he's, and he lights up a room with his smile. And he's, he's got, he's made a good stuff you can tell. So he comes out into his class and the poor soul like his heifer wasn't ready he didn't know how to blow like the you could just tell he was living in a shit storm and he was probably a bit embarrassed he had his show harness on upside down right like he just it he was not ready <laughs> to yeah saturday this same kid comes into the ring in front of me and he's still got that great big beautiful smile and he's like he just oozes this amazing magic about him, but he is ready and he walks in with confidence and his cattle are ready. And it's like they're blown and they're fit. And he walks in with this amazing confidence. And it's because this kid grabbed a hold of a pair of very competent mentors. And these kids showed him what to do. And when you have mentors like that, what happens is you can do it by yourself. It's okay, but it's going to take you way, way, way longer. You know, you get the right mentors and in there and show you it's way faster. And all of a sudden you're really being able to live in that neutral spot where Mm -hmm. you can get through those really hard lessons and those really great days. And so he to me was like this epitome of what mentorship is and why we have a membership and all of the things. And I'm like, oh, like he's my poster boy for the IME initiative. Really? It was really, really cool to see.
0: That's amazing. I think that there's a lot to be said to that. Like, if you have the drive to do it and you're willing to be to learn, because that really just kind of highlights what we talked about, like, being willing to learn through all the things you go through and having mentors is amazing because it helps you just just yeah just even talking about it with someone that really is in your court allows you to even bounce ideas and to dig deeper and that's the purpose of it
1: yeah but and like he still had to do that work right like it's not like it was like here we'll show you the way and we'll do all the work for you no Here, we'll show you the way and then you work your ass off. And I feel like that part's really important to remember is like, we can tell you everything you need to do, but you still got to do.
0: Yes, you have to know how it's like having the tools and having the guidance, but still needing the desire and drive to want to do it. So if you're still listening to this podcast, you obviously have the desire and drive to want to to shift your life into a more expansive version and you can do it. And if you want some guidance in that, please check out our membership, the IME Initiative membership. We'll send we'll put the link in the in the show description. Um we're here for this. This is the point of what we're doing, is to help people grow, evolve, and find neutral so that they can experience life the most fulfilled way. Yeah. So thank you for letting me process my setback with you guys. And we appreciate everyone's support as usual with listening and sharing and talking about our podcast. We're just so excited for the growth we're experiencing. And we're very grateful.
1: Very grateful. And you know what, Kim, I'm so thankful that you shared everything because I feel like I learned a lot again. And I'm sure, even if one person takes something away from all of the things you were feeling, it was worth it. And I think that's been a great conversation.
0: Yes, thank you. Happy to share. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. (laughs) Hey, you might be wondering what the I Am Me Initiative membership is. First things first, it's a space for women who are ready for more in their lives to heal, to grow, and to build their most expansive self. We created a place where we can provide our community with self-healing courses, integrative tools, live interactive trainings, and accountability through connection with not only us as facilitators, but other women going through their own relatable growth.
1: The IME initiative is a monthly membership. It's built on our very own Mighty Network platform. This gives us privacy to share and heal in a safe and non-judgmental
0: environment. Do you remember how to dream? Or do you live a life of fulfillment? Do you remember how valuable you are? Do you want to shed the guilt and find joy again? Do you want
1: to reconnect with who you are and finally let the bullshit of limitations on your life go?
0: The more you unclutter and step into the power of your whole self, the more you can create in your life. The more you can step into who you are meant to be. No limitations no restrictions, no bullshit, just wholly unapologetically you. The IME Initiative is built for this.
1: If this resonates with you, trust it. Click the link. We promise you the work inside the IME Initiative, it changes lives.